I saw miles and miles of Texas All the stars up in the sky I saw miles and miles of Texas Gonna live here till I die Welcome to Hour 1 of Sports Saturday, the 15th Club, with hosts Ed Clements and Scotty Sayers. Ed and Scotty will bring you up-to-the-minute news from the world of golf. They're taking calls at 512-836-0590 or toll-free at 877-590-KLBJ. It is time to tee it high and let it fly. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Ed Clements along with Scotty Sayers, and welcome to the 15th Club on KLBJ Radio. We are live from Dirty Martin's Place, our home away from home. We'll be here today, and we'll also be here next Saturday, the day before uh, the Super Bowl. Scotty, good afternoon. Let me just tell everybody our show is brought to you by ABC Bank, Terios AI, a new way to invest in Austin real estate, the Salt Lake Barbecue in Driftwood and in Round Rock, the Naughty Deck and Bar at the Austin Renaissance Hotel, Maudie's, Tex-Mex, the Muni Conservancy, Zilker Belts, Donald Ross Sportswear, and by Adele Golf. What a busy week in golf it's been, Scotty, not only on the golf course because we've got uh, the old Bing Crosby Pro-Am at Pebble Beach. We have Live Golf, and we've got an interesting uh, tournament in Bahrain. And then the news off the golf course, a big infusion of $3 billion in the PGA Tour. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing great. I went out and uh, putted a little bit this afternoon and chipped uh, just, to, just to enjoy this great weather. It's fantastic, as opposed where I'm watching this video on our Facebook page of Bing Crosby standing out on the 18th green, the wind's blowing sideways, he's singing straight down the middle. What and year was raining. that, about 59? 1960. 1960, yeah. yeah. And tomorrow they may have weather just like that. Yeah, they, they may because they're playing right now at Pebble Beach. Let's go straight to that leaderboard because a, a, a record-breaking day at Pebble Beach. Wyndham Clark, the winner of the U.S. Open this year, out in Los Angeles at, at L.A. Country Club, fired a 12-under par 60 today. He's a current leader. He's at minus 17. Ludwig Olberg, the former Texas Tech Red Raider, is at minus 15. Mark Hubbard, an unknown pro, is at minus 14. Tied with Matthew Pavon, who won last week, and also tied at 14, is Thomas Dietrich, who had a great tournament last week. Where are the Longhorns, you ask? Well, Scotty Scheffler has had a terrible putting day. Scotty is at minus 12. He's tied for nine, and Bo Hostler uh, is only a couple under par today as he is at, uh, he's tied for 13 as he is at minus 10. But, man, let's talk about Wyndham Clark. This guy, uh, I think he was nine under through 10 holes, and on 16, he left it, let it short for birdie. On 17 at Pebble Beach, he let it short for birdie. And on 18, his eagle putt was short as well. This guy was a blink away from shooting a 57, which would have been the all-time record. Yeah, 16 and 17, he was a half a rotation from the ball going into the hole. We Eight. call that a Fidel Castro in my group. Uh, what follow-up on that? A, a one less revolution. <laughs> there you go. That's it, yeah. Okay. Uh, he hadn't done much since the U.S. Open, no, has he? he really I mean, hadn't. He no. hadn't, but he's 
Well, this could be the last round today, like we just talked about, because of the weather. I hate to see them cut it to 54 holes if there's any way to play a little bit tomorrow and finish up Monday, but the forecast just looks terrible. Yeah, it's supposed to be start raining in about 30 minutes at Pebble Beach, and then tomorrow, rain and 50-mile-an-hour winds tomorrow at Pebble Beach, and the same for Monday. So they just couldn't make that decision and just say, we're going to make it uh, 54 holes and head down to, uh, to the uh, Scottsdale to play the next tournament. But I'm with you. I'd like to see him play Sunday, and I think it's challenging to play in the wind if it doesn't rain, but it's already a soggy golf course. I was amazed today. It's lift clean in place all day long. So there's going to be an asterisk, I think, by Wyndham's Clark 60. But uh, on the drives, especially on number one, Scotty, they're off the tee box, and they're plugging. They are plugging. No roll whatsoever. No, and and the one thing you're talking about, Scotty Scheffler having a bad day, they kept slowing down. He he got off balance a few times. He slipped. Looked like he needed some better shoes to grip in those wet conditions. Mm-hmm. Now his his footwork, he moves all the time. So sometimes you watch him hit a shot, and you know how's that ball ended up in the middle of the fairway. Sure. But today he was all over the place wow. and yeah. nearly fell down one time on a drive early in the round and so um, something very uncharacteristic for Scotty for sure and and one other thing Ed TV ratings are down 17 percent Thursday and Friday and so far today according to sports media and do you think that's because there's no Bill Murray there's no Huey Lewis yeah I, I think so because I think Bing Crosby would be turning over in his grade because the PGA has just uh, destroyed what Bing Crosby set up with his friends gosh was that I guess late 40s early 50s when he started this tournament a mixture of the greatest players on the PGA Tour and Hollywood celebrities from music and from movies TV and as you said they only had the celebrities on Thursday and Friday and quite frankly the only celebrities I saw were football players I didn't see any Ray Romano or Bill Murray or anybody like that nobody really fun I mean you know we watch athletes play all the time in pro-ams and it's kind of like you and me going out and hitting a lot of bad shots sometimes. Yeah. I mean, some of them are really good players. Sure. Don't get me wrong, but some of them are 10 and 12 handicaps. And I don't know. I'd rather see an entertainer bump it around or a singer or something than a, than a football player that we've just watched. At, you know, like Josh Allen at the yeah. top of his yeah. game. Yeah. And then he gets on the golf course, and he's humbled by the whole thing. Oh, he is. And I saw Tom Brady. There was a video going around of Tom Brady on a tee box. He cold topped a ball and it didn't go 10 yards didn't go hardly anywhere so it's it's not as it's not as fun as it has been and uh, usually they have uh, so they make a cut and there's some celebrities playing on sunday but uh, no celebrities out there it's a it's a different situation at pebble beach but the weather's supposed to be bad so uh, we're going to be charting it with you these final holes for for Lud- ludwig oberg from texas tech Hubbard's in the clubhouse at minus 14. Clark's in the clubhouse at minus 7. He really is in the driver's seat. He's probably saying, rain, baby, rain. Let's go with the bad weather because that is a gargantuan day. This is one of those preferred, call them preferred, or uh, 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 what do they call them, the tournaments that the, the top you know, 85 or so players are playing in it, uh, no cut deal. So I think it's, it's 72 players and $20 million. Or something. Maybe there's more players than that, but the, the young man from Alabama kind of getting his taste of the PGA Tour. It's not uh, It's not easy week to week, is it? No, he's in dead-ass last right now. Nick Dunlop <laughs> uh, is at plus five. Uh, Carly's tied with Patrick Rogers at pa- uh, plus five. But, yeah, uh, Nick Dunlop getting 
getting a taste of what it's like to be on the PGA Tour, but as good news and bad news, as we said, if you're breathing after Sunday or could be after today, you're going to get a nice check. Yeah, the last two weeks have been interesting with Dunlop getting it up and down to win uh, as an amateur. And then last week, right when we signed off the air, that shot that Pavon hit out of the rough in San Diego, and then he makes the birdie putt to win, and that was kind of unexpected. It was his first win. Yeah, it's really, you know, he barely got on the PGA Tour. He was the last guy. He was on the DP Tour. And he was the last guy that qualified to go to the PGA Tour, and he is making the most of it, man. Really playing well, uh, as is uh, Thomas Dietrich. Dietrich has been around. It's a familiar name to golf fans because he played at Illinois, but he's having another great tournament. This guy named Mark Hubbard is currently tied for third, so he's having a good tournament. And hats off to Jason Day. He's really recreated his career. Jason Day shot a 9-under par 63 today to vault into a tie for six with Tom Hoagie and Justin Thomas. And Justin Thomas is looking like he may be getting back into form for this year. Yeah, he had a good tournament. He's had some good tournaments this year, a couple of them, I think. Last week for sure, right? Yeah. Anyway, that, it's great to see Justin Thomas playing better. It's a good leaderboard. Thank goodness it's some really good players mixed in, even though they're playing a live event that yeah. we're watching uh, over in, well, down in Mexico. Down in Mexico. We're going to take a break. We'll talk about the live tour and talk about that leaderboard. Also, we'll talk about what's going on on the PGA Tour. Our buddy Mark Brooks. Uh, it was at the basketball game today, the victorious Texas Longhorn basketball team. He also had a lesson this morning for one of his clients in Fort Worth. He's driving back, and we're going to talk to Mark after 5.30. He was on with us yesterday on 1027 ESPN to talk about uh, the money situation. It's still, to me, Scotty, a really, really big mess. I, I'm not sure if this infusion of cash of $3, $3 billion in cash really helped anything or not. It's less of a mess with $3 billion yeah, in believe me. I guess so. It's going to keep some people there. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break. This is the 15th Club Live from Dirty Martins. We're watching basketball right now. And by the way, Longhorns had one of their most impressive wins of the year on the road at TCU today. I know Ben and I will talk about that a lot between 6 and 7 as we preview the Super Bowl. Also, we're watching the fight in Texas A&M Aggies are in a tough one right now at home against the Florida Gators. Florida leads 66-65. to And we'll get you up to date on that and much, much more. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll look at the live leaderboard. Also, good news for a former Longhorn playing on the European Tour. They call it the DP Tour. We'll have more on the 15th Club live from Dirty Martins right after this. Let it went straight down the middle. Where it wound up is a middle. This is Brandel Chambly, and you're listening to The 15th Club with Ed Clemens and Scotty Sayers, KLBJ. Let's fill in uh, to host, uh, to, to be the co-host of that, to be the analyst. I like that a lot. I think Brandel is excellent. I will say this. The trade-off is that you don't get Brandel on the pre-game and after-game show, and I miss him on that. Yeah, I do, know, too. On the Golf Channel. So That's for nerds like us. It's a wider audience on NBC. Yeah. But okay. maybe, he can do, maybe he can do both. Maybe he can do both. I don't know. That remains to be seen. Our show, yeah. our show, the 15th Club, live from Dirty Martins, proudly brought to you by ABC Bank. Terios AI, Terios.ai, a new way to invest in Austin real estate. The Salt Lake Barbecue in Driftwood and in Round Rock. The Naughty Deck and Bar at the Austin Renaissance Hotel. Maudie's Tex-Mex. The Muni Conservancy. Zilker Belts. 
Donald Ross Sportswear, Adele Golf, and by Dirty Martins, where we are, the iconic burger joint on Guadalupe in the shadow of the University of Texas campus. We've been then selling great burgers and fries since 1926, and hopefully it's going to be around a long, long time so the dang train doesn't go through the middle, it, middle of it. So that's where we are. So uh, we talked about the PGA Tour, which has uh, had an historic day as Wyndham Clark uh, fired a brilliant 12 under par 60 today. Could have been a 57, but it's still it's still good enough for the lead right now. He's got a two-shot lead over Matthew Pavon of France and Ludwig Olberg of Texas Tech in Sweden. And we say this is big because, as Scotty and I talked about before the break, the weather is going to uh, Monterey and Carmel area. They expect heavy rains beginning uh, in just a few hours and 50-mile-an-hour winds tomorrow. So they could call this after 54. I hope they don't. I hope they extend it where they play the entire 72 holes. Now, they're playing uh, in Mexico on the Live Tour uh, down uh, near Playa de Carmen, and Joaquin Neiman is the leader. He's at 13 under par. He shot a 59 yesterday, Scotty, the lowest ever round on the, the Live Tour. Shot a 70 today. He's got a four-shot lead over John Rahm. John Rahm is at minus nine with Dean Burmeister. Sergio Garcia, our friend from Austin, is six off the pace. He's at minus seven, and Brooks Kepka is at minus five. I did not watch any of it today, and I did not go to YouTube today because I like the convenience. I was watching the Longhorn game, and I just flipped it over to the Golf Channel and then CBS. Live has got to do something about their TV coverage if they want any viewers. I'm not so sure they want any viewers, Scotty. I'm not sure what their ultimate goal is. Well, it's hard for them to stay in tune with the leaders when they have that shotgun start. And everybody's, you know, on their 16th hole, but it might not be the 16th hole. And they're all over the place. And so I kind of like the leaders coming in at the end of the day where you can really follow them closely on a TV telecast. There's a lot of music playing in the background. I tell you the thing that irritates me the most, and I'm old school, admittedly, playing in shorts. They're playing in shorts, I like, yeah. I like my pros to look like pros. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, John Rahm in shorts. Uh, I don't know. It's an exhibition, Scotty. That's all it is because yeah. you 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 win your money because you make a cut. And if you don't make the cut, you don't get paid. But this is to me. And listen, I like Sergio Garcia a lot. We're close to Angela. She's on our Save Muni board. Yeah. But my gosh, this is just a glorified exhibition to me. Well, for a lot of money. Yeah. It's a glorified exhibition. But um I don't know. It, I think they could straighten things out because the players that are out there play really, really good golf. I mean, John Rahm, Sergio. Kepka. Uh, the yeah. team concept doesn't quite do it for me. The names of these teams, the Torque Golf Club, the Legions 13 and the Fireballs and all that, I don't really root for a team, Smash Golf Club, right. races. Do you Do you have a favorite no, team? No, I, you know, I, I, I don't, and I don't know any of those teams. I don't know any of the team members, and I know John Rahm made a big deal of going, oh, this is so good to have the team. I'm crying bravo Sierra on that. That's BS, John Rahm. Yeah. I think he's just trying to sell the deal, and he also said, oh, we're going to expand the, the game in my home country of Spain. You're going to go there one week, John Rahm. You live in Arizona. Give me a break. Uh, but maybe, again, the demographic, we're an older demographic, maybe the young people like that, and maybe, oh, maybe if there's ever a merger, we will embrace this team play. But I think it's going to take 
gambling. It's going to take the Ben Clementses of the world, the young guys who are on their phone making bets, that sort of thing. I guess that's the only way that concept to me is going to work. Yeah. Well, all right, let's talk about the Dubai ports uh, tour let's do right that. now, which is the DP tour, yeah. the European tour. Right, uh, where a Longhorn is in the lead. Dylan Fratelli, who struggled last year, struggled mightily, is the leader by two at the Bahrain Championship. Dylan is at minus 12. Two-shot lead over a bunch of uh, European guys nobody ever heard of. Man, how great would it be for Dylan Fratelli to win this thing? We're going to talk to Mark Brooks right after the 5.30 news, and he... He sees Dylan a lot at the UT Golf Club because that's Dylan's home base for most of the year, UT Golf Club. He struggled. Uh, he's had some good moments on tour, but this would be a big boost to his confidence if he can win on this European Tour event. It would be big, and it, it I think it gets him maybe in the British Open. or I mean, it opens some doors for him over there as well. And, of course, there's a big points thing at the end of the year on the DP tour that's a whole lot of money. Well, it's a whole lot of money, and uh, I'm, I'm not sure of all his status on tour. I'm sure he still has status, but if he wins and is one of the top finishers on the DP tour with all the total points, they will get uh, a, a year on the PGA tour, which is very, very big. Very big. Okay, let's go from... Uh we're going to go from the DP tour to Lubbock, Texas, okay. where a lot of our friends yes. uh, are celebrating a sad day. Sad day. Okay, okay Ed, I'm just going to test you. This is a little trivia. You know what this is. The day the music died, my friend, Mason City, Iowa, the Big Bopper, and Buddy Holly going down after a, uh, a concert, I think, in Waterloo, Iowa. They crashed outside Mason City. Richie Valens was the third right. on there in uh, February 3rd, 1959. 1959. The day the music died. Okay, do you know what Buddy Holly's biggest hit was? I would say uh, it would be one of two, True Love Ways, or that'll be the day when you say goodbye. Hi, hi. Yeah. Okay, let's reveal. Okay, Buddy let's, Holly's greatest hit? Buddy Holly's. Well, that'll be when you say goodbye, yes, that'll be the day when you make Okay, that's it. Great song. That's great. Name okay. the band. The Crickets. The Crickets. Okay, so do you know where he got inspiration for that song? You won't believe this. Uh, was it Elvis? John Wayne. John Wayne? He and his bandmates went to see a movie called The Searchers. Mm -hmm. And John Wayne kept using the line in the movie, that'll be the day. Wow. Okay. Now, okay. Who directed The Searchers? John Ford. Wow. You didn't know it all there. Well, I watched Five Came Back on Netflix. A oh, great documentary yeah. about all the directors who yeah. went out in World War II, yeah. risked their lives, and documented it. If you haven't seen it, Five Came Back it's on wonderful. Netflix. Yeah. Three parts. It's worth your time. Our friend Kent Hance, the former congressman, uh, former uh, chancellor of Texas Tech, at his office, he's got a picture of the crash because... I don't know if he knew Buddy Holly, but I think he used to go to his concerts when Kent grew up up in uh, the Panhandle. So I think he went to some of those conference, uh, the uh, concerts with Buddy Holly. Did you ever see Buddy Holly live? That'd be a long time ago. Well, I would have been like six years old, but no. Well, you're a music guy. I thought you might have done that. No. I don't know. No, just yeah. on YouTube. Just on YouTube, the great Buddy Holly. Yeah, and that's a great movie too, the Buddy Holly story, starring Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Yeah. Who's kind of gone off the reservation? <laughs> yes. Dude's kind of crazy these yeah. days. Yeah, his performing name was Teddy Jack Eddie. 
Teddy Jack Eddie, was it? Traveled under that band name, kind of a pseudonym. Teddy Jack Eddie. Okay, when we come back, uh, we will talk friend Mark Brooks. Mark Brooks had a lesson today in Fort Worth, went to the Texas TCU game. I saw him on TV today. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk about what happened today on the PGA Tour uh, with Wyndham Clark shooting the 60. We'll also talk about the big infusion of cash ola this week to the pga tour by some rich guys in the united states will this save the pga tour will this bring the merger quickly on we'll talk about that with mark brooks but right now it's time for the news here on news radio 590 klbj i'm ed clements along with scotty sears don't go away back after the news on klbj I believe that is Vince Gill of the Eagles, who uh, was in concert last night with Steely Dan. Uh, what a great guy Vince Gill is. Great golfer, has the Vince Gill tournament every year in Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome back. This is the 15th Club, live from Dirty Martin's Place. Come down to Dirty's. We just saw the Aggies defeat Florida, and now North Carolina and Duke about to tip it off. I had a big crowd today for Texas and TCU. And then uh, later tonight, Baylor versus Iowa State, just a plethora of great basketball. Our show proudly brought to you by ABC Bank and by Terios AI, a new way to invest in real estate in Austin. Wyndham Clark still the leader at Pebble Beach. He's in the clubhouse at minus 17 after shooting a 60 today. The only man still standing who could tie him is Ludwig Oberg, the Texas Tech Red Raider who's playing number 18 right now. He's got an eagle to tie Wyndham Clark and this is big because bad weather's coming into California, Northern California, and this could be only a 54 hole event. Well, with us now on the 15th Club Live Liners, our great friend and frequent co-host Mark Brooks. Mark, welcome back to the show. En route from Fort Worth after watching TCU and Texas uh, in basketball. What a basketball game that was for the Longhorns today, Kimo Sabi. It, it was, God. They, uh, man, they, they hustled all day long. Uh, Tyrese Hunter, I know he knows what flavor gum is, his, his, uh, Assigned man had today. He was like stuck on him like <laughs> stink on rice. So it was <laughs> awesome to watch. Well, you you miss golf today. You miss Wyndham Clark shooting the sixty. And when we talked, I kind of gave you the play by play. That is awesome. I know it was a very docile day at Pebble Beach. Lift clean in place, but anytime you shoot a sixty, it's pretty awesome. Your thoughts on Wyndham Clark sixty today? Well, I'm I'm not shocked. I mean, these guys just continue to put up numbers everywhere that are pretty astounding. You know, they a lot of them have the whole package, and uh, when they put it together, they put up some pretty pretty staggering scores. No question about it. I mean, it, I, I, as you probably already mentioned, the course record there. Uh, Tom Kite, 62, that he, he popped today by a couple. That also was uh, ball in hand, as we like to say. But uh, ama amazing rounds. Uh, Again, they, those guys make, make it look easy when they're, when they're doing it right. Mark, uh, this was a big week for the PGA Tour, we think. We still are speculating. But $3 billion is certainly going to keep some of the players on the tour. Uh, we, we've talked about how they're going to dole that money out. 
or at least in dollar amounts. We don't know which players are going to get money or about these generational players. Explain at least what you know to this point about the $3 billion. Well, it sounds like there's going to be a distribution of, let's just say, half of that money over the next two years. Sounds like it's somewhere in the neighbor, neighborhood of $900 million distributed in 2020. At the end, let's call it the end of 24, and another $600 million distributed at the end of 2025. So if you were doing the, let's call it elementary math, that would only leave $1.5 billion as your underpinning or, you know, what you want to invest in. So very, very interesting, but half the money looks like it's going to the players. And that's about 10% of the valuation that they put on the tour, which is somewhere, you know, let's call it 11 to $12 billion. Will, will this stop the bleeding of players leaving the PGA Tour to go to live? And from a fan perspective, could this speed up some type of merger or joining the two live and PGA Tour together? Well, I mean, from what we are gathering, I mean, they're, they're leaking out information. It sounds like some, if most, I doubt all of the players. You mentioned the generational players. Some of these players are going to, a lot of them will have to, what is called best, like if you work for a company and you get stock options, they're going to make you stay for, if, and perform, or let's just say somewhere between three and five years. So one of the, there's, I, the way I look at it, there's two reasons they're doing this equity distribution, which will be based on, you know, y'all talk about it, career achievements, current achievements, and obviously stuff in the future. It's one is to try to retain the guys. So you're going to try to show them that their stock is going to have this, you know, enormous value over time. But if you want it, you're going to have to stick around and earn it and stay with us. Number two, it's a reward in some fashion for the guys that stay loyal to the tour. Now, as you guys know, not everyone agrees with, with this kind of from the way the tour is operated over the last 50 years, but nonetheless, tax change and uh, the Saudis have certainly been successful in disrupting disrupting the game. They have definitely done that. Uh, uh, Mark Brooks is with us, a former PGA champion. Mark, what does this mean to the young players like, for example, the Cootie brothers, Pearson and Parker? Where do they fit into this? Where do the young players fit in? You, you, you want the, uh, the veteran answer? Yes, I do. Play better, <laughs> play good, play better, and the money will come. That's the bottom line. If you're new to, if you don't have any achievements on your resume, you better start building them. And that that part of it does have a meritocracy flavor to it, which the tour loves to use that word now. But uh, yeah, that's uh, honest to God. That's the actual answer. Just play better. There's no. You're not going to beg your way into. The equity or a bunch of money. So well, well, I mean, but they are going to benefit because the tour purses are going to be bigger uh, because of this infusion. I assume. I mean, the, the, these twenty million dollar tournaments are great. They're not in those, but they may That's be right. someday. Well, you got to earn your way into those, and they're giving them some opportunity. You know, they're having these little mini qualifiers uh, between events, meaning you know the top five on a set 
the in-between tournaments have become, unfortunately, little qualifiers to get in the signature event. And events. So you, you got to play good. I mean, you have to have you know multiple top fives, uh, you know, top three finish, but to get into the signature event. So it's back to what I said earlier: play better. I mean, if you play really well, you can kind of pave your own way, and that is still, you know, that's still that part is probably sticks to the premise or the basis the tour, you know, started on. You get what you earn. If you don't play good, you don't make as much or you might make nothing. And don't, I will say that there are actually three signature events that have cuts, but it's a little weird if you look at the fine print. They're still only going to play about 80 players. They just are going to cut to about 50 or so after the second or second round. So it's a little odd, but, uh, those will, those will be, again, big paydays in the middle of those fields, those firsts when they're all done. Now, Mark, what about players, and we talked about this earlier this week, what about players like Tiger and Jack Nicholas and Gary Player and Ben Crenshaw and major winners like yourself? Will, will you type of players that are now not playing on the PGA Tour get a piece of the action on this new money? Uh, that, that's, uh, that's doubtful. I think generational players. That's a very it's a it's a, it's a broad term, not very well defined. Uh, a lot of these guys, you know, we're well, all right. I'll use myself. I'll be considered a somewhat of a generational player, maybe in forward Texas. Certainly not worldwide. But Jack Nicholas and you know Lee Trevino, Nicholas, the big three. Gary Player, Jack Nichols, Lee Trevino, they're pretty much above all, and obviously Tiger. Below that, you start getting into a pretty heavy group of guys that had some phenomenal careers, the Johnny Millers, Raymond Floyd, DJ Singh. Um, I can, you know, Bill Mickelson, who's off live. You know, does he get to come back, grab a little equity? Doubtful, but uh, you never know. So yeah. it's, a little, it's really interesting. Uh, it, the, the devil's in the details, and... Unfortunately, they're kind of on par with their release. There's very little detail to this release. So that's where yeah. I stand on it. I, I want to see more detail. But we do know that Justin Thomas, Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth, Rory, the guys out there, they're going to get some money and probably some equity in some form uh, to reward them for sticking around. I, I, I would agree. I, I would agree. In principle, that that will happen. I think they're gonna. There may be some gnashing of the teeth, uh, you know, when they, when it comes down to figuring out who gets what, how much. You know, you guys, you have, we have to know. Well, we don't even know. For example, let's just use Tiger. Are they going to give him a hundred million dollars? And it's sort of stocks, you know, shares. They're calling them grants, and it's sort of guaranteed to be a hundred million, or is it going to be? $100 million based on some stock price that they established based on the valuation of the tour at this point. If that's the case, then nobody's really going to know what those options are going to be worth five years from now or ten years from now. So yeah. it's, it's an interesting deal. We need more detail. And uh, I, I throw Tiger out. I mean, if they're putting out a billion five, you can figure he's going to get 20, 25% of that. Y'all do the math. Three, three, yeah. $400 million of it? Probably. Uh, yeah. It's very, it's very interesting. Uh, final question: the, They finished play at Pebble Beach. Wyndham Clark has a one-shot lead over Ludwig Olberg. Olberg birdied number eighteen, 
Clark at minus 17 after a 60. Olberg is at 16. Matthew Pavon is at 15. Scotty is pretty adamant. He wants them to play tomorrow and finish it, get 72 holes. Do you think they will finish tomorrow or Monday? Your thoughts on that, Mark? Based on what the regulation book, which is always subject to change, unfortunately, they are pretty much obligated to at least attempt to play on. They're not, there's zero obligation to go to Wednesday. They'll avoid that at all costs. They will not bleed over that. But let's just say tomorrow's a washout and the forecast is horrific for Tuesday and the golf course is inundated with rain tonight, tomorrow, you know, for let's just say 24 hours. They'll, they'll, they could call it. They could actually, they could call it. So it would be a little ironic that, uh, you know, second signature in event out of the box is a 54-hole tournament. <laughs> yeah, it's, pretty funny. There, there's, yeah. A, there's a lot of irony going around right now. There certainly is. Hey, thank you for the visit. Drive safely. We'll see you next week here at Dirty Martins, the day before the Super Bowl. Drive safely, and thanks for being with us on the 15 Club. Yes, sir. It was big horns up for me driving by that McLean Stadium in Waco. I am so, <laughs> sick, of, I'm so sick of horns down, but it's Let's get on with it. All right, guys. Thank you, buddy. It didn't work today. Mark Brooks, former PGA champion, frequent contributor here on the End Zone Club on KLBJ Radio. We need to take a break. After this break, Ben Clements will join us. We'll talk about uh, the day in golf and get a little preview of our second hour here on Sports Saturday, live from the iconic burger joint, Dirty Martin's Place, where the burgers are delicious. We're enjoying some appetizers right now. They have a full bar and the coldest beer in town, and they got college basketball on TV right now, Duke and North Carolina. Back from Dirty's right after this on KLBJ. Saturday night is the loneliest night in the week Cause that's the night that my sweetie and I used to dance cheek to cheek Hi, this is Vernon Lundquist. You're listening to the 15th Club with Ed Clements and Scotty Sayers on KLBJ. Vern did that in one take. We had a good laugh after that. He, he listens to us all the time. He's been nice enough to come on. This is the 15th Club, live from Dirty Martins. I'm Scotty Sayers, along with Ed and Ben Clements. End Zone Club comes at 6 o'clock. And the 15th Club is brought to you by ABC Bank, Terios.ai. I bought a little piece of a couple of houses from our, our friend uh, Sammy Joseph Fantastic. and uh, the great new business he has. Salt Lake Barbecues, a friend Scott Roberts, Round Rock and Driftwood. The Naughty Deck and Bar at the Austin Renaissance, shout out to Rob Gillette. Marty's Tex-Mex, our friend Joe Draker, seven locations. The Muni Conservancy will have our big... Imagine Muni event on March 24th, and we're holding back the talent announcement. We're going to make it a big announcement uh, shortly, but uh, going to be a lot of fun as always. We'll have some surprise guests on be our fun. video and yeah. such. And then Zilker Belts, Donald Ross Sportswear, Andy Dell Golf round out our advertisers. So uh, on the golf front, Scotty, tomorrow uh, you can watch the DP Tour on the Golf Channel, probably starting at. 2 or 3 a.m. What I've been doing the last few weeks, I've been recording it and not finding out who wins, and I've been watching it in the morning. And it's going to be very important tomorrow because Dylan Fratelli, our friend, former guest on this show, has the lead. He struggled last year, and he's found his form, and hopefully Dylan Fratelli can make a move. 
Wyndham Clark made a big move today at Pebble Beach. He shot 60. Currently has a one-shot lead over Ludwig Oberg, the former Texas Tech phenom. The question now, will they play tomorrow at Pebble Beach? We're expected to rain tonight and 50-mile-an-hour winds tomorrow. Well, we've watched a lot of Bing Crosby's over the years before it became the AT&T, and I remember it was snowing. There were snow flurries one year, and darn if they weren't out there playing. But we've seen it where it's blowing sideways, the wind and rain. And, uh, Ben, I don't know if you remember any AT&Ts where the weather's been bad, but mm -mm. the year Tom Cott, well, you were a baby, mm -hmm. won the uh, U.S. Open there. Yeah, the wind 92. was blowing. God, what oh, was gosh. the wind blowing? 35, 20? 40 miles an hour. Yeah. That's when they gave the championship to, uh, they gave it to Colin Montgomery. Colin Montgomery. They, they, they were in a broadcast booth, said, congratulations, Colin. You've won the U.S. Open, and Tom Kite was playing on the front nine. Well, you, you got to imagine that the greenskeeper tomorrow wants them to play rain or shine because when you have the course record the day before, I'm sure the greenkeeper wants some revenge, so he's going to want to see some some it, higher scores tomorrow. I, I learned something today, Scott. Excuse me. Okay, no. I, learned, I learned something today from Fred Albers from PGA Tour Radio. The 18th tee box uh, uh, several years ago, they took all the ground there. It's concrete. It's a concrete area because of erosion. They they were fearful erosion would get that tee box, so it's a concrete block, and they planted grass all around it. When you have 20-foot waves coming in there from time to time with the big wind, yeah, that whole side of number 18, the left side, has eroded, and then they've also put... Uh, sand along the left side in places it used to be fairway because when the water bumps up against those walls it goes in the trap and it doesn't you know make the grass soggy but uh, Ben to your point I'm not sure the superintendent can do anything to protect that course when it's lift clean in place mm -hmm. uh, that is you put the ball in the hands of the pros with a yeah. good lie Man and soft grains. Yeah, they're going to shoot good scores. Dan, There's we, been a lot of good scores. Yeah, I, mean, I feel bad for Jason Day shooting a 63 today, and it's kind of going, you know, over the radar. He yeah. only won over this course record. Play, played well today. We played out there uh, a couple of summers ago, man. We didn't play Pebble Beach. We played Monterey Peninsula. Had the rare opportunity to play Cypress Point. Scotty and I both played Pebble Beach, which is a fun, fun place. It's a long day of golf because so many people play it. But I'm disappointed that they've changed the Bing Crosby Pro-Am, now AT&T, and they didn't use the golf courses we played at Monterey Peninsula, which were terrific golf courses. Our friend Ty Willis from Austin Country Club is a member there at Monterey Peninsula, and that's a superb golf course. Golf courses, two golf courses. Mm -hmm. I'm still in the I'm still in the camp there. I, I think they should have a, a permanent. I, this is going to be controversial to y'all, but potentially making the U.S. Open either every other year or every three years at, at Pebble Beach. It's just too much fun to watch. They're pretty much on a five- or six-year road of uh, Pinehurst, Pinehurst uh -huh. Pebble, and then they mix in all the other, a lot of the other great mm -hmm. courses around the country. But Pebbles, you know, they keep coming back yeah. to Pebble, kind of like the British Open, which is on a five-year rota with the with the main courses now. Mm -hmm. St. Andrews, they definitely come to every five years over yeah. there. Uh, but, yeah, I agree with you, Ben. We love seeing Pebble Beach. Uh, you know, once you play it, I'm going to say this. I've, I've been lucky enough to play a lot of places. There's a few really good holes out there. There's a few mediocre holes at Pebble Beach. The, well, first, the first five holes yeah. are not very memorable. Pretty the forgettable. Inland, inland yeah. holes. Yeah. And then number 16, it's not much of a hole, really. No, 16, 15 and 16 are okay. 
17 is so picturesque. Oh, yeah. You know, the Tom Watson chip in in front of Buck Rogers that denied Jack Nicholas U.S. Open. Then 18 is just an iconic golf hole, just a beautiful golf I hole. I miss number 18. Ben, they used to go down, and there were all the seaweed and washed-up pieces of wood along the coastline there before they built the seawall. Uh Players would hit it down there and have to go down play. there and play, yeah. and it was great. There's a lot of good pictures. And I remember one year, Hale Irwin bounced it off a rock, bounced back in the fairway when he won the, the tournament. He got really lucky, but you don't get those bounces anymore. And I would contest that 18 at Pebble Beach is one of the most iconic tee shots in golf. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. if you are a fan of golf, even if you haven't played Pebble Beach, you know that tee shot. You know the, the shot trajectory. You know what people are going to do on that hole. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's and that hole holds up. Even though today, Wyndham Clark blasted a drive and had a four iron and he hit the green in two. Yeah, it used to be the players needed to cut it down the left side. I mean, you know, hit a shot that took off as much of the of the dog leg as they could in order to get there in two. Now, like you say, mm-hmm. these guys get there in two hardly any problem. Yeah, if they're in the if they're in the fairway, I uh, got a couple of minutes left. Uh, does if they play tomorrow, does Wyndham Clark win this thing, or does Ludwig Oberg from Tech come up, or will we see the same winner from last week, Matthew Pavon of France? And Scotty Scheffler is only four back. Uh, any any favorite in this dog dog race, dog horse race? Hey, you forgot ben? about one of them, Pop. Justin Thomas is only four back, along with Scotty Scheffler. I wouldn't count Justin Thomas out. No, but I'm going to say that Oberg is, man, that guy. He's a robot. His posture is good. He drives the ball great. He stands upright putting. He's got a good putting stroke. That guy, you talk about a superstar in the future. Mm-hmm. Well, he may be now. One of the best drivers on tour. Yeah. And a degree from Texas Tech University. Goes a long way at that West Texas golf. Raider power. Okay. Scotty, uh, come, keep, keep joining us if you like to. Coming up on the End Zone Club, we're going to preview the Super Bowl, San Francisco and Kansas City, and also we're going to talk about the success of the Texas Longhorns today and talk about college basketball and much, much more. Uh, this is Sports Saturday on KLBJ Radio, broadcasting live from the iconic Burger Joint Dirty Martins near the UT campus. Don't go away. News is next, and after that, the End Zone Club on KLBJ.